What's up, everyone? If you were wondering how I've done this podcast, it's based off the Anchor. All you have to do is unload the Anchor app. And even better, guys, it's free. You could also possibly be getting paid to do this. I mean, all you got to do is just download the app. Speak your mind. If you ever dreamed of making a podcast or just anything, let your voice be heard. You can also be known on Spotify, Apple, or anything download. Just go on the Anchor app. What's up, everyone? Thank y'all for joining me with Puzzle with Marlo. I am Warren Marlo. All right, all right, all right. It is Friday. 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 All right, y'all. Unless y'all want to hear, keep hearing me say Friday. It is this weekend. It is almost here. A little bit about your boy to this week. Um, Flag football starts back. I mean, flag football is about to be having some good, good, times this weekend um also give everybody a heads up uh check out studs podcast with my boy savion and jay rambo um they're gonna cover this week's season um the games this week and um basically just their observations and stuff and if you're wanting to know more info on flag football check them out they're the ones to get the knowledge from uh i've I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Uh, more important, man. I'm ready for. I'm ready for today's recording. Y'all, y'all ready? Are y'all ready? All right. So today I will be joined with Dennis Sumlin. Dennis Sumlin hails from New York City. Um, Dennis. All right. The occupation that Dennis has um, is basically he helps people with speaking, helps people get their confidence to realize that. They're, they're worth to realize, hey, you can do this. You can do this if you put your mind to it. You can get this right. You can go and do this speech. You can go and do this public uh, announcement, stuff like that. Like Dennis does a phenomenal jobs with these, and that's what he, that's what he does. Now. And I'm, <laughs> when uh, I asked him at first that I kind of got the idea of, if everybody remembers the movie with Will Smith, Hitch, basically getting guys' confidence and stuff so they could talk to these really hot girls or just be able to talk to any girl. And um, it was kind of a funny thing on that, but, yeah, I still kind of think he has some strings on that a little bit, but it's crazy to see just, like, all the cool things that Dennis has. So today we will be discussing about uh covid talking about lockdown basically what's been going on with lockdown what's been the case on that what what can uh he withstand on knowing that everything is basically shut down everything that basically well 
Then Dennis didn't really care. Dennis really doesn't like going places, especially knowing with the mascara. Don't blame him. Uh, it's it's a it's a crazy place now. It's a crazy outlet now. We complain about wearing that mask, but luckily we're not shut down like most other states. And um, Dennis is actually held in the state right now that there's not a lot of things that you could still do. And um, I guess that's one good thing to be appreciative. And like I tell everyone, encourage everyone, wear your mask, wash your hands, and just stay safe as much as you can. So hopefully, hopefully, hopefully all this mess stuff can come to an end eventually. But we got to do our part first. But but main thing me and Dennis are going to discuss about just his occupation, just what experiences that he's had. Um, What challenges has he went through to do all of this? Uh, what did Dennis do before doing what he does now and um most importantly what's the future holds for him so when we come back guys we're gonna get right into it we're gonna talk to dennis sumlin to being the new member of the rasp rebellion i want everyone to go to the website rep sports r-e-p-p sports.com and get 15 percent off on your first purchase if you do the promo code AP2420 and you have to type in the capital letters of AP2420. And like I said, you get 15% off. I know with the hard times in quarantine, honestly, supplements are going to be the best way to go. They've got BCAs. They have the energy drinks. They have pre-workouts, uh, whey proteins and stuff. I would love everyone to go to repsports.com to get and use the promo code AP2420, which is capital letters AP2420, to get 15% off on your first purchase. Thank y'all. All right, I'm joined by Dennis. All right, man, I'm curious. How do you say your last name? I don't want to say it. Wrong, but... <laughs> my, my last name is Sumlin, so I guess it looks Sumlin. great. Okay, I, I was thinking it was that way, but I mean, some people could have it as some line, something like that, so that's... All right, I was making sure I was not going to get that name wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny because I, I, I think of it as that way it, lo- it sounds the way it looks, but I understand it because I'm also a podcaster, so I always double check. There's different ways. It blows my mind. Like some names that are literally spelled how they sound, people will tell me like, no, it said like this. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Nah, I yeah, I, I always <laughs> double check. So I definitely feel you there. All right, Dennis, how are you doing today, man? Hey, I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. Just making it a little tired, and there's a we got a snowstorm on us, and I'm a little tired, but I'm making it. Oh man, where are you where are you currently? I'm in at? New York City. Oof, oof. Is it almost over? No, it'll be over tomorrow morning. Just... Oh, it, start, man. it started yesterday, and it'll be over tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. Um, are you currently born? Were you basically born and raised yep, in New York? Or? I was. So you used to that cold weather. Yeah. He has a Florida boy, man. I, 30 degrees is freezing. For me. 30, degree, 30 <laughs> degrees is about um about average for this time of year. Yeah. Uh-huh. So well, you're in Florida? Uh, yeah. Jacksonville, oh, you're in man, Jacksonville. So like, okay. It gets cold in so, Jacksonville like, sometimes. Oh, it, it can get there. I mean, some people, I tell them all the time, I'm like, man, Jacksonville is so... 
Jacksonville is like a female. Like, you don't know what they <laughs> want every single day. It's like, I think a great example is like, you know how you ask, hey, what, what would you like to eat today? I mean, you've got so many selections. But Jacksonville could be at that point. It's like, hey, we're at 100 degrees today. But in the next hour, we're going to rain. And we're going to rain for about a good 20 seconds. And then it's going to be ridiculously hot again. But when it's wintertime, we'll get down to maybe 40 degrees. Then around when Christmas finally arrives, then I'll be like, you know what? We're going to jump right back up to 70. And then on Christmas Day, it's like, all right, we're back down to 32. So <laughs> it's, it's just like, oh, my goodness. Like, pick up weather for once, like literally. Um, it, it's, a, it's a crazy way to keep up with it. It. It, it it's a it's an experience every day. I will say that because you can never predict what the weather will be in Florida. Uh, it's either going to rain or it'll be s- s- nice and shiny. Um, that's basically all we get most. Of the so time. you were born there, born and raised there. Oh uh, no, actually, no. The funny story is I'm what we call the terminology "damn Yankee." Um, I was born in New London, Connecticut, but with my dad being in the military, we moved so many times that we found a way to get back into Jacksonville, Florida, because that's where my dad was basically born and raised in. So I've been basically all around, but Jacksonville apparently just, I never could leave. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. All right. That's what's up. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know how you do this. I don't know a lot about you because we, we, we met through that third party. So um, what's this mm-hmm. show usually about? It's just that I have a good chat, man. Um, Basically, I don't have no particular subject. Um, I was just literally about to ask you. So you'd let let everybody know a little bit about yourself. Go ahead and tell me what 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 all do you do? Okay, so I am a confidence and mindset specialist. So I work with people who are um, getting ready to learn how to public speak. So I deal with communication. I also work with men on confidence and communication as well. So that's in a summary what I do. So I help uh, people move away from shame, guilt, and stigma in favor of masculine confidence and communication. Okay. Uh, I would love to actually hear a little bit more. So what do you mean by the masculine communication like for like males to give them the confidence and stuff? Like what is all that? Well, basically um, it's, there's a lot of, you know, there's some, some men out there that because of various, uh, things in their life, whether they grew up without a father or whether they've been uh, whether they've been pushed aside by society because of whatever's going on with them. Maybe they're disabled. Maybe they're part of the uh, uh, LGBT community, whatever they got going on. And so I work with them to try to to build up their their self-confidence, their their self-esteem. And so the first part of that program really focuses on people's mindset because how you think is going to be how you deal with life and how you see things that determines your attitude. It determines a lot of other things. And so we work on improving yourself, self-respect and things like that. And then we move into communication, communication with other people. You know, when you want to meet a partner or make friends or just general communication. And then the next part of the, the main program we've got is about owning your sexuality. And so it really goes into the psychology of your own sexuality. Um, it does deal with techniques, but it's more about mindset. It's more about penis health, sex, you know, mindset around sexuality, how to overcome, again, shame and stigma around that area. And so we mainly work with that. 
Um, I also, like I said, work with people who are learning to public speak as well. So that's kind of a separate program. Okay, so um, how many, how long have you been doing all this? Well, officially as a business, I've been doing it for what was it, we're going on seven years as a business. But I've been I've been coaching, you know, uh, in various different capacities for about uh, going on twenty four years. Um, it's it's just mm-hmm. like, but I wasn't doing coaching as a job for twenty four years. I was mostly doing uh, stuff in the entertainment business and performing arts business, um, and then I moved okay. over to make this coaching. Its own business. So what? So I'm actually here. So what actually made you want to start doing this full time? Like how you said this was like kind of like just something that you kind of like a side hustle type scenario. Um, what actually made you want to start doing this full time? Well, you know, um, it basically on my own experience because I coach people based on my own experience because I have also suffered from low self esteem, lack of self confidence. Um, I'm a good communicator, but didn't have the confidence to do so um, and things like that. And so um, as I learned how to uh, move across and boost my self-esteem, change my mind frame about myself and about the world and how I dealt with the world as a young man growing up without a father figure and things like that. Um, once I, you know, I learned that and then I slowly moved into helping other people with that. So I've worked on different hotlines. I've coached um teen boys here in the inner city. Um, and so I wanted to devote my services to helping other men uh, move through this process of self-esteem because I didn't have that. I had to figure this out by myself. Mm-hmm. And so now I want to help other men move through some of the difficulties that come with, with being a man and with dealing with women, with dealing with our own stuff internally. Um, like I said, men who have been shunned by base, based on whatever demographic they're part of. Um, I also have that experience as well. And so I'm just trying to further the cause of, you know, uh, confidence, prosperity, and pleasure. Okay. I I like it. So I, the one thing I do like how you said that is it, I, I could tell you wanting to make an impact. You're wanting to really change how people have basically had to deal with stuff because of the way some of the experiences that you've had. And for you to actually help people that, hey, it's okay to have this struggle, but here's how the ways to improve yourself and stuff like that. Um, one thing I want to know is um, what kind of experiences have you had with that? And like, I love how you just said you coach teens and with kids and everything. So obviously you've been around for like, it's not just like a certain age group for group. It's like, you know, basically the type of the generations in ways to like kind of keep up with what style and popularity type scenario is. Um, so what are some of the experiences that you've had? Experiences in my life or experiences mentoring and coaching others? What do you mean? Uh, experiences in mentoring. Well, um, I mean, there's a lot of been a lot of experiences. So like I said, when I first started out a long time ago, I started out at um, what they call peer counseling lines where people would call a number if they wanted to speak to somebody anonymous, anonymously about problems they were going through or referrals to uh whatever they wanted to get referrals to any kind of other help helpful organizations, suicide hotlines and stuff like that. And so I started out with that. Um, and like I said, I moved into uh, coaching adopted teens, foster care and adopted teens in the, in the, in the adoption system. Cause I also was adopted. Um, so I uh, went in line and, and coached some of those teens. That's how I got my foster son. Um, and then I moved into, uh, you know, at some point, I 
wanted to turn what I was doing into its own business. Um, and so I did that. And I started out uh, coaching people around public speaking and communication. I went to school for coaching. I'm certified in a uh, as a public speaker through a program. And so I wanted to teach people how to do that more effectively. And of course, uh, my own personal experience uh, with those struggles around confidence uh, led me to help other people deal with some of the issues that they have come up with them. Some some men uh, suffer from um, basically low self-esteem. They're shy. Um, they're a little introverted. They uh, need to learn how to bounce back and deal with rejection from women. They need to learn how to better understand themselves as a man and how to communicate with the world. Um, things like that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's the basics of building who you are as a, as a person and as a man and as a character. Yeah. I, I like to use the terminology kind of like a puzzle and every piece is going to make, have a meaning towards it. Um, I, I've always saw it kind of like that. And well, in my type of demographic way is like, if you've been told no to something, it's either it wasn't meant in your place or it's something to help you better yourself thinking, okay, maybe I could prepare myself better for this. Maybe I'm not as ready as I thought I would be. Um, I love how you said it basically like in phases and stuff like that. So that that's really freaking cool. Like, uh, so how how successful has it been for some of these people that obviously have trouble with that at first? And how much more success did they get at the very end of the program? Well, I definitely have, um, of course, there's testimonials and everything. But I, I definitely have people really improve what they thought of themselves. I think one of the biggest improvements I've seen is how people think of themselves and have a better view on who they are as a person. Um, and once you mm -hmm. are able to understand yourself as a person, know how to bounce back from setbacks, understand the idea of, uh, of gratitude and different other practices that uh, we go through in order for you to uh, change your mindset about yourself. That's why I've seen the biggest growth, because once you feel good about yourself, once you are able to bounce back from circumstances, once you're able to really organize your mind about who you are, good and challenging parts of yourself, then I think a lot of other things go easier because once you have that foundation, when we move into the communication, it's so much more easier when you know your principles and the values and you go out into the world with those things in mind. That way you don't fall into any booby traps like repeated dysfunctional relationships or letting opportunities pass by because you didn't say nothing because you're being too passive. And so by the time we get to the communication stage, um, there's a big improvement. And of course, a lot of men benefit from understanding their own sexuality uh, not just from a technique point, because anyone can pick up a book and understand the techniques, I suppose, but um, it's more from a psychological point of view, how to stay healthy, how to keep all your parts working healthy, how to overcome different sexual stigmas you may have, how to communicate with your partner around sex, um, so both of you get the best you can get out of the experience. And so it's comprehensive, but to, to, to re-answer your question, the biggest improvements have been with self-image and confidence about oneself. And of course, everyone appreciates uh, increasing their ability to own their own sexuality. Uh, yeah, I like it. 
I I would get a little joke on this, but I mean the way you first ex- described this thing to me, I literally thought of the movie Hitch. Like first thing, like help guys, like hey, have the confidence to talk to a girl and maybe feel like out of their league or something like that. So I love how in depth you tell talk about this. Like it, there is a lot of ways, and, and I would really, that's really interesting to know, like stuff to help with sexual activities and stuff like that, and then not just be that in general. So. Man, I can tell that has to be a tough job. Wait. Well, I mean, it, it's kind of like everything. You you gotta, you know, it, it takes a little bit of dedication, a little bit of passion, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, and also I'm not a dating coach. A lot of people when they hear me talk about the communication and sexual parts of it, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, you know, they think, oh, you're, yeah. a dating. well, not a dating coach at all. Like if you if you coach with me, you're not gonna get laid tomorrow yeah. night. That's not, I'm not a pickup artist. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get, you're not gonna get some head the minute you start coaching with me. That's not like an axe commercial. Hey, you spray my my cologne, a girl's gonna be on you by exactly. The next I'm not seconds. a you know, the pickup <laughs> artist community. I'm gonna teach you how to go out there and run game. We're we're gonna go to different bars and we're gonna just practice talking to chicks. Now, some of that is possible depending on the challenges you come to me with, but I really want to be in depth mm-hmm. about where you are psychologically because it's one thing to learn lines and and so called run game to hope you get laid the same night. But it really, when we work with me, I want to know in depth, what kind of relationship are you looking for? Not whether you want to get laid or not, but what kind of relationship are you looking for? What do you want from another person if you're looking for a relationship? What type are you? Are you looking for a monogamous relationship? Are you looking for a polyamorous relationship? Are you looking for just to, to, to have friends with benefits? What, what, do, what are your goals? I shape a lot of what I talk about mm-hmm. around what your goals are. Cause everyone doesn't have the same goals for relationships, for friendships, uh, you know, for anything in life, people don't have the same goals. So it's, it, it there is a format that can be confidence, communication, sexuality components. But within that, a lot of that is tailored to the person's individual goals. Right. I, I agree with you. I, I like to compare it, like, say like to a workout plan. Um, not everything works for somebody. So say like if you went on bodybuilding.com and you see, hey, uh, Mark Wahlberg's workout plan. Um, if I do this, I'll look like Mark Wahlberg. No, you, it won't. It might not work totally for you. It might help you out a little bit, but it's not going to be what you're looking for. And it's just like everybody's different in ways. And I love how you said that. That That's really awesome to hear. Um, one thing I want to know, so say like, how you said that's just basically what they are looking at doing. So is there people that actually if say like for speaking and like really proper speaking, stuff like that, is there people that are already basically already at the novice stage a little bit before they go to you or are they always completely at the beginner well, when it comes stage? to public speaking, um, I coach people from the very beginning, you know, when they're nervous to be on stage, they don't think they have anything to say. I don't have nothing to say. I don't have any ideas. I'm not interesting. All that's bull, of course. Um, and uh, so I, mm-hmm. I coach people who are at the very beginning. I also coach people who are further into public speaking, but they still need work. Like I coach somebody who, he was he hired me because he wanted practice because he was giving a speech uh i think it was ucla so he was already a speaker but he needed work on his speech format the way he delivers his content because the way you deliver your content to your audience determines what their reaction is going to be because 
we, uh, us as mm-hmm. humans, we absorb things and our mind works in a certain fashion. And so when you're presenting something to an audience, there's a certain format. It's a framework because your content is going to be your own. So, but there's a framework that we do to help the audience absorb your message in the, in the best way possible. So you can get your message across. Uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. UCLA, man. Yeah. I was looking for a coach because I have this speech I'm giving at this place and I, I, I need to, I need practice. I need to review. I need to, cause sometimes you're too close to your own product. Like if I wrote my own speech, sometimes I'm too yeah. close to it. Like, Oh, this is great. When, when, when it really is probably, maybe it's too long winded or it's too heady or it doesn't get to the point quick enough, or it doesn't have a, a call to action in the speech, but maybe I can't necessarily always see that because mm-hmm. I'm too close to it because I wrote it. And so it helps people to be coached on giving a speech, delivering a speech, how you're supposed to be on stage to be, uh, to, to deliver the most effect for your speech. Sometimes you need a third party to help you out with that. Oh yeah. Um, just to have an, another person's opinion to something is actually what really would help somebody because obviously a lot of people could be biased and stuff. Like I remember when I used to do professional wrestling, I would never watch my matches because it's just like, <laughs> it, I, I, it's just something I'm never, I'm my worst critic. And it even comes with these podcasts. Like I literally don't like listening to myself talk. It's just like it, I just feel like, man, it just doesn't sound that great. But when people listen to it and they're like, hey, you sound really professional. You sound really good. I'm like, you really think that? Like, I, I don't sound, I don't think I sound like that sometimes. So it, I like how you said, like, basically some people just do it for a third party because obviously you have a lot of knowledge and you know what you're doing because people are – relying on you to help them get major like major gigs like well, the he, UCLA he, he didn't like get that. the that, he that, didn't get that, the UCLA that, gig by being with he already had it and he needed right right, right. no I'm just saying like you gave yeah. him confidence to help him absolutely get but better at one it. of the things That's you said something really very interesting cool. there about you don't like listening to your own products but if you're if you were to hire a coach um you would be asked to listen to your own product Oh, yeah. yeah. But you know what's funny about that? (laughs) That's one of the biggest (laughs) resistances I get when I'm coaching people on communication and public speaking and stuff like that. Anything around communication, I'm always getting Mm -hmm. a, I don't want to hear myself on a recording. I don't like my voice. Well, it's important for you to hear yourself so you hear what other people are hearing. It's kind of like, kind of like if you did like stand-up comedy or something like that, or, or just watch a show. You you're feeding off of what the crowd likes, and um, like literally when I listen to myself, I'm like, okay, maybe I need to change, watch my wording on some of this stuff. Like usually on my episodes, I literally give myself four cuss words at episode, and I write them down, make sure I only say four, and don't go no more over four. Sometimes I've done it before, but it's like you know what, I've gotten better at it. Just some things. Like some particular words, like very easy words that are like I say a lot. And I'm like, okay, let's keep that mm-hmm. out next episode. Let's kind of just trim this down a little bit. Let's watch mm-hmm. what we're saying on this one. And I mean, it's, I've gotten so much better at it. But when I first did this, I was just like, oh, It's very interesting you bring that particular okay. topic up about curse words. Because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a frequent F word user. I love that word. Um, that's one of my favorite words in the English language. <laughs> um, hey. 
It, it does. It gives an effect to it, you know? But the topic it's does silly. come up sometimes during like public speaking situations and people who want to become podcasters, they ask me, you know, but you know, can I use this word? You can use whatever word you want. It depends on the audience you're trying to target. So if you wanted to use yeah. a lot of curse words, just make sure that you're targeting the audience that would be accepting of that. You know? Yep. Yeah, I, I've gotten... I mean, I don't have a problem with cussing. I just like I try to trim myself down a little bit because it's just I, I try to just try yeah. to sound as professional as I can. And obviously, yes, cussing is it's the it's the modern language, but still, you know, you want to kind of keep yourself at a very good level, kind of keep yourself at a good look and stuff like that sometimes. But there is some podcast episodes that I've had I've literally dropped. I went from having four cuss words, almost 39 cuss words. And it was probably every sentence that came out of my mouth. But <laughs> there's those episodes sometimes. But, I mean, it's just based off of how I feel that day. and just feel like how, how the conversation is yeah. going with the other person. So I love how you've uh, basically embraced that type of conversation today. I love it. Um, so I want to know. With all these great traits that you have, I want to go back a little bit. You said you were basically in the entertainment business yeah. before all of this. Um, what knowledge did what what experiences did you have doing that that actually helped you want to do this more and be like, you know what, I've done this now. I want well, to. Well, to me, and they're not separate this. because what I was doing in the entertainment business was mostly I was a recruiter for a media company. I was always a speaker. I had my first podcast. 18 years ago is when I started my first podcast. So to me, I've always been in, uh, I've had improv, you know, stuff going on. So a lot of these things around communication, public speaking, performing, they're not different to me um, because I'm not, I'm not a singer. Um, okay. I don't go on tour. I'm not, a, I'm not a singer or anything like that. I'm more of a speaker and more of a, the executive type. So, you know, I'm, I'm behind the desk, the one that gets you into the system, but I'm not actually on the record. So basically I would see your talent and bring you in <laughs> so you can get yours, but I'm the guy behind the desk. Um, so I don't see I, me okay. helping people to communicate better, to locate their natural talents and, 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 and do the best they can. I don't really see that as different than being in the entertainment business um, because mm -hmm. when you communicate um, and you exhibit your 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 talents you can use that for anything so if you learn the basics of public speaking that'll help you in interpersonal conversations as well okay if you if you build up your confidence and change your mindset about who you are that's going to help you in a world of different areas not just getting women not just being a successful entertainer but it's going to be it's going to help you when you want a different kind of job even if you wanted an office job you know, your confidence mm -hmm. and your communication skills are going to come key in that area, too. So I don't really see what I do as all that different. It huh? gives you more options. Type of it gives you more options, not just one choice. Absolutely. So, so, like, so, so my on. basic theme in life mm -hmm. has always been confidence and communication. And so I've taken those two things with me across all these different formats I've done. Oh, so you basically you had a lot of research to this this craft that you have basically made a very good living and a very good impact on people's lives. And that's that's really cool. That's really eye opening in ways like I didn't know, like there's I mean, obviously, there's people always there going to have 
shy moments and stuff like that really a lot of people are like hesitant to do very special gigs in ways so that's really cool like you help them just build just basically basically prove to yourself you know what you are worth it you could you can be very good just as well as that other person you just got to have the confidence and you just got to have a little bit of somebody just to basically pick you up and say hey don't give up and i want to know so how many clients a day do you uh basically work with or is it kind of like you just do it individually one by one maybe for an hour or whatever just to keep their thing rolling and make it easier for them to well, um, come out of their shell for the most part if you're going to go on one of my, one of my two tracks it, it's it's a format. So when I talked about the confidence and communication sexuality components, that program is a set program. It's a, it's a three-month program. And so we have um, twice mm -hmm. a week phone calls for about 60 to 90 minutes in each one of those phases. And um, it's twice a week, you know, and we go through the things that, that you personally would need to do to build up your confidence and competency in those three areas that I named. Um, the same thing with the public speaking. It's um, mm -hmm. actually we got a public speaking course coming up in March. We've got a public speaking class opening up. Um, so that is the same thing. It's going to be about a five or six week course. It's a class setting. So it's like going to be two hours every week. So it is not like it's not like a willy nilly thing. It's sort of like you when, when you coach with me, you're signing up for a program and we have a certain format and um, we mm -hmm. work with you within that format. Um, as far as how many clients per day or per week or something, uh, as many as I can handle, probably maybe about like, cause it's, it's an ongoing thing. You got to keep track of all these things. So I would say maybe two or three, um, I can handle like one-on-one -on -one, plus the okay. there's classes. There's a, uh, there's a. Okay. I was curious. I was wondering it, if you did it, it like both. in classes it's, it's or one on one and classroom, depending on you know. I, I'm I'm doing both. For example, March starts the class public speaking course. Um, but if you wanted to uh, mm -hmm. hire me for one on one, then you'd get into the one on one program. Okay, I like I. I was always curious because the way you were just like just labeling these down, I was like, man, how many people does he deal with a day? Like. I mean, there's obviously different situations for every single one of them. So it's like, wow. So I didn't know if you put it in groups and categories kind of like that way to make it easier and manageable wise. Um, with COVID going on and stuff like that, uh, has that been a very effective factor in what you do? Or is it actually well, kind of um, like made you know, it easier? People still hire coaches. People still go to um, online classes. So I actually haven't seen much change as far as people uh, hiring people. In fact, it mm -hmm. may have increased because I, um, because of when in the beginning of COVID, actually someone hired me to be a uh, what we a listening coach, like a listening therapist type of thing, where they just call and they need to just vent and just talk and get things out in the open, so like like listen therapy, talk therapy, and so. They really didn't sign up for the programs. Mm -hmm. They just needed talk therapy. And so a lot of people were going through that, especially at the beginning of COVID when people were wondering what the hell's going on here. And the lockdowns first started and people just didn't know how to orientate themselves. <laughs> um, so they, no, there, there was, was no man now manual it's a for different. that. People kind of got their bearings. But in the beginning, uh, like last March, it was, it was interesting. <laughs> so we all were going through something, you know, when it first started. And so, 
Um, and I have, and so, so people are still hiring things. The, the speaking business, obviously it's moved on. You can still get hired to speak online at conferences. And so there are people who still want to know mm-hmm. how to communicate properly because the world hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. Okay. That, that's awesome. Uh, I want to know. So, uh, Obviously, with everything that happened with COVID and everything, uh, lockdown, uh, how strict has it is it still in New York right now? Because obviously, I've had a couple of people on here before, and they said it's still very limited. What, yeah, you're what you in can a, do you're right in one of them states that's open. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're in a you're in a red state. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. we just complaining about the mask. Everyone right complains. You know? That's the really the only. Thing. But um, here in New York, we are still. There, there's still no there's still no Broadway, no Broadway shows, nothing like that. Um, the restaurants is only outdoor seating only, um, which I guess d- during us there's, there's outdoor, there's outdoors, there's no indoors. Uh, there will be indoors opening back up a little later on in the month. But right now there is no indoors. Um, you know, everyone, you got to wear the mask. You go into a private business. Most of them require you to wear the mask. Um, and. I mean, that, that's kind mm-hmm. of it. Life still goes on. It's just that it's outdoor restaurants and you got to wear the mask if you go indoors in these businesses. So judging by how the weather is right now, it, so it's, it's been basically it's a lot of and delivery. There. There's a lot of takeout <laughs> and delivery, you know? And you, so, you know, <laughs> I, I don't do meal. outdoor <laughs> dining, so I don't care. Like, I'm not going and eating outdoors, uh, you know, um, when it's 30 degrees. I don't care if whether it's snowing or not. I'm not doing it. So exactly. you, you're going out to eat to go somewhere to actually be nice well, and cozy these, and eat a nice meal. Some <laughs> of these restaurants, you know, what's, what's a contradiction about these, <laughs> these uh, you can't be indoors type of thing. It's in order to comply with these outdoor eating regulations. Some of these restaurants, they built these little things, these little outdoor uh, boxes so you're actually indoors outdoors you know what i mean like they got they got the heater in there really i, I guess it's only two to a a box i guess whatever it is it's on the it's on the curb so during inclement weather or colder weather you're actually inside of a structure that's built outside <laughs> it's a little odd but um okay and that's how that's how, I mean, how, how know, big are the boxes i, I guess it's different sizes for different restaurants but we you know when the weather is nicer, people just, you know, because there was already before any of this happened, there was always restaurants that had outdoor chairs and yeah, outdoor yeah, yeah. areas. It was always that. And so um, now it's just that's what they're mm-hmm. using. Um, and then, like I said, during the inclement weather. Yeah, some of these so things like are a little pods. You can even see them on the Internet. Like, like you Google it, you what's going on and you whatever. I might have yeah, some of them, I did not some know of them that. Are pods with heaters, I didn't know that some I was of them or whatever, especially this time of year. Oh, that's pretty cool. Man, but, wow. Little pods and stuff. I mean, that's smart though. I mean, that helps, hey, for the nice little take the loved one out for a day and be like, hey, we might eat dinner in here, but you know, <laughs> we're nice and cozy and warm somewhat. So <laughs> you can't you can't go wrong yeah, with because that. It's that's all about also social know. distancing um, as well. And so, and when the restaurants work right, open, yeah. and when they open back up, they're going to be opening up again at 25% capacity, which people are complaining about, but because they felt, well, 25, mm-hmm. 25% is not going to keep my business afloat. Like, 
you know, we need at least 50%, which I think it was 50% before, but I don't go out to eat. So I don't, I, it's hard for me to keep track of these, but I don't go to restaurants. So. Oh, okay. Hey, that's hey, that's the smartest way. Yeah, I, I do way. most Wait, of my. Too. I do some takeout. I'm not, you know, I do some takeout. I do eat some junk food, but I, I cook at home. So. Yeah, I mean, ever since they invented the word Grubhub, and knowing I have two kids and a wife, you know, coming home from work, it's kind of hard to cook it sometimes. So you know, like like Grubhub. Okay, all right, it can just be delivered to my house. All right, that's been a major. Major issue for our our house lately is oh this grub up. Okay, I completely we'll just understand. If I had a whole family <laughs> in my house, I probably would do the same thing. Exactly. Like I'm a big Outback fan, and I've never heard of delivery from Outback. So you you know yeah, Outback. it's gonna get me hey, sometimes. I, I used to go to Outback. <laughs> hey man, that's my major restaurant. Like usually. Well, they've kind of slacked on the cheese fries lately now, but I remember where it used to be like super cheese fries with nice bacon on it and obviously a nice little bowl of ranch. You know, that that's usually a great combo for it, but I, I've gotten to actually eating their burgers, steaks, and stuff like that, and, it, and usually it's like a ridiculously wait yeah. to go in there and eat. So it's like when you can hear, hey, we'll deliver it to you, you know what? I can be patiently and wait at the house and not be mad. Be like, oh yeah. man, uh, I'm just uncomfortable and stuff like it. You you can just be comfortable at your home waiting for it just to be delivered to you. So right can't go wrong with it sometimes. But Grubhub does go a little bit pricier than what everything it would be else at does. The I get them sometimes. But, hey, I go out shopping for groceries. Sometimes I have them delivered. And so when you use these delivery services, they tack on a bunch of crap too. So. Oh yeah. Oh, I, I want to know, uh, what do you, how do you, what's your opinion on like with all this stuff going on? Like say like with grocery shopping, now, it can, now you can virtually grocery shop. You don't even have to leave your house now and you can just basically have someone I, grocery I did shop I just for did that just before we uh, started this. I did that. Someone, um, I had to go open the door <laughs> because someone was bringing my groceries. I'm a-okay with that. Isn't that crazy, man? You could actually do that because I absolutely d dreaded grocery shopping, even when I was little. Like, I, that's like one of the most boring things for me. Like, yeah. oh man, I gotta go grocery shopping. Like, oh, like, mom, like, can, can we go somewhere else? You're like, well, do you want to eat this week? We kind of need to go grocery shopping. So it's like uh, that was like actually, the most I don't mind. I trip like grocery shopping because you gotta eat, and I don't know. I just it never bothered me. Um, in fact, I hate it when I had to start doing it online. Um, but now I'm used now I'm used to it. But um no, um, grocery shopping doesn't bother me at all, actually. It makes me like, oh, I'm food is coming, you know, ooh, I'm gonna have more supplies. <laughs> hey, just get the ready. Yeah, I mean, you know, of course, you I, do. <laughs> I do still sometimes go to the supermarket itself, but you know, um sometimes I'm just like I don't really want to go nowhere, I don't want to really be out, I don't feel like putting on no masks, so I'm just gonna order, <laughs> I'm just gonna do it online. Exactly. Hey, you can't go wrong with it now. I mean, I used to like knock it a little bit. I was like, eh, that sounds a little sketchy. And I'm like, no, here, look at this. And I mean, it was delivered right to our door, like literally like 30 minutes after we did the app. You know what's, you what's like, funny about it? I'm, wow, I'm more skeptical <laughs> about ordering takeout online than groceries. So, yeah, because 
Because to me, oh, I guess yeah. in my oh, mind, yeah. like, okay, oh, yeah. it's groceries. So they're, 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 they they can't really tamper with it. Most of it's going to be wrapped and sealed and stuff like that. Versus takeout, you know, the person on the exactly. Uber or wherever else you're getting it from <laughs> that has to bring it's takeout. It's it's hot food. Like, who knows what they're doing to that? They're taking some of your fries or they're doing some funny shit. Like, well, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just that's just that's just me. <laughs> hey, hey, it, it happens. Uh, I mean, I've had that issue sometimes too. But it's like, yeah. where the time but when the, it's finally here, I'm, I'm just is, super hungry. The part about that is, now. I wasn't it's skeptical kind of about it before this. Like, I used to order from my pizza shop, the pizza shop that's down the block. Uh-huh. I used to order from there, um, and I was fine with it. But when this happened, and then I started hearing mm-hmm. stories about weird things happening to people's food, I'm like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> hey hey, you can't go wrong with it i it's funny like now with with this era that we call it i call it the mask era like some things that we used to not care about is now like a big issue for us like like being around each other like just like talking hanging out doing all this stuff you know like when you were in school like you had a nice little handshake or something when you met your friend now it's like hey germ x your hands before you touch me type scenario like it's like hey back a little bit away show a little respect you know it's crazy like you get more nervous to even like have a small little sneeze or a cough and like somebody's now thinking it's like definitely think twice three times about every single thing you're doing um you know i you get so nervous, even if you like say like you ate something and you just like, oh man, like your your throat like, hey, I got a little cough, and you're just like yeah. sitting there like, oh god, how many people are yeah. around me? What's going to happen? <laughs> Is everybody going to start throwing the well, X's on me? I'm not me? around like, a lot of people because I stay I'm home <laughs> a lot. I'm a kind of an introverted kind of person, so it was easier for me to lock down because I'm not I don't go out a lot anyway, and so I'm not I'm not around people a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, but when I am, I do think about it, but you normally like during the week, I'm really not a lot around a lot of people. Okay. Hey, hey that's, hey, that's a smart way to go nowadays. It, too. it saves you money that way too. <laughs> I it wish does. my it's starting to get to because you know, the lockdowns are getting <laughs> to a lot of people and I'm, I can lock down forever, but it's been like almost a year now. So even I am starting to go, Hmm, this is a little, it's been a year. It gets you empty. Like you literally are just like, say like a pet, like you put them in a kennel for so long. Like when you, when you open that door, yeah, they're going to go buck wild crazy and, and act like a damn fool. So it, I mean, it's kind of like at that point, it's just like, all right, waiting on that door to open. What are we gonna do today? Oh, we're just gonna lay here today. Okay, no, no, I'll yeah. go back. To well, sleep. ain't nothing to do with the way outside. <laughs> like I work from home. You know, I mean, I can't go and teach classes in person like I used to. Um, but you know, that's not cool, I guess. But mm-hmm. eh, you know, this is nothing you can't. There's nothing you really can do anything about it. So it's like you know, you just gotta roll with the punch. There's nothing you can do about it. I'd rather exactly. be home than to get sick. You know. Um, I'd rather I'd rather order my groceries online than exactly. to get sick, you know. So, hey, I like the philosophy, man. It gets you it gets you further going on in this era. But, um, Dennis, I want to know. So we I, we're about to be closing off a little bit. Um, what are your goals with everything that you have accomplished so far? And 
What's the future? Uh, well, as far as my goals, I want to continue kind of building what I'm doing. So I want to uh, maybe even build a center or some sort of location where I can really get um, people to come in and, like I said, work on self-esteem and stuff like that, but really get into the holistic levels of it. Like us as a mind, body, and spirit, because I'm a very spiritual, holistically spiritual person. And I think that, that that is a component of my coaching is to get into the holistic spiritual solutions to things mm -hmm. and the spiritual mindsets to things. And so I want to build a, a program or an, uh, an agency or something like that, where people can come and really get educated and uh, on all these different areas on how to stay mentally healthy and spiritually healthy. Um, and so that's really uh, part of right. what I'm working towards. Um, I guess that's both questions because that's the future. <laughs> hey, I love it, man. Um, it's pretty, that's pretty cool goals, man. And like just having this chat with you today, like uh, that's really cool that you get to do that basically as your job every day. Like you're actually helping people build self-esteem, uh, help them with something that could actually make them multi-figures in the future for them and stuff like that. Like that's really cool that you basically are like a coach to get them guided to where they're trying to go. And those are always the best achievements I would think is some for someone to actually be able to give back to somebody and give them, something that helps them become the better person that they thought they that they never thought they could be um that's really cool that you get to do that Dennis. and um it's been an awesome chat with you today um do you want to plug in your social media um how they can contact you to well, sure get um, these programs and um so you can find me on all social well most social media right i'm on facebook uh dennis r someone on facebook i'm also on twitter uh, the name of the website and the business is Core Confidence Life. So if you search for that your website, you'll get the Core Confidence Life podcast where I interview other people overcoming mountains. Um, and yeah, so you can hit me up on those areas. Um, yeah. And I'm all, we're also on YouTube as well. So. Uh-oh. You're making, you're making uh -oh, heads knock now, uh -oh. man. YouTube. Yeah, uh -oh. that's a popular thing nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's yeah, crazy how big that definitely. is nowadays. <laughs> that was it was an awesome chat with you man and uh i hope you have a good well, day I, man yeah, i'm staying warm stay now warm. because uh <laughs> it's still snowing and it's in the 20s and and we got the blizzard going on and the oh, temps in the 20s oh, so oh. I'm, I'm warm and toasty here you too, sir. Thanks. All right, Dennis. I hope you have a good day. Right. All right. I want to give a major shout out to Casey Graphics. Um, they literally are phenomenal. I just had them do my Wild Boys flags for upcoming for Panama. Uh, phenomenal look they did a, such a great job detailed everything and not only do they do flags guys they do backpacks uniforms wedding invitations pictures you name it if you want it they will make it uh, they will not disappoint you and if you need to get a hold of them check them out on Facebook 
and Instagram at KC Graphics Design. Uh, that is KC Graphics Design. I'm telling y'all, y'all will not be disappointed. Uh, they do phenomenal. Check them out, KC Graphics. All right, all right, time to get to go home, Q. First and foremost, I'd like to thank Dennis Sumlin for coming on here today and just having a great chat with us, talking about uh, his occupation, man. That was really interesting to know. And, man, I could I researched on Google what those things that uh, Dennis was telling me about with the restaurants, and, man, they look like storage units just lined up like an apartment complex type thing. So it looked really cool, and I heard there were, like, AC in there, there are heaters in there, and, I mean... People look very comfy in it, so it was pretty cool to just see that, too, and, like, man, it just makes you realize what we need to appreciate, because Florida, if you live in Florida, you are not on lockdown. You are not told, hey, you can't go into restaurants, and, I mean, they're telling you, hey, you need to wear this mask as much as I hate it, and I don't wear it all the time. I'm not going to sit here and say I do, but... As much as we hate this mass ordeal, we need to just take appreciation and be like, you know what? It could be worse. We could not be having anything. Uh, and I can only imagine they told us, hey, we got to eat outdoors when it's raining almost every day. Or, I mean, none of us really, really like the weather at 30 or 40 something degrees. So, obviously, we just need to take appreciation on that. But, uh, all right, y'all. I just hope everyone has a good weekend a good a good night too man like it's friday like have a good time like go enjoy life go enjoy what you're gonna do but guess what you need to always make sure always wash your hands stay safe stay clean do what you got to do protect what you got and i will be back when i have more buzz down the road later How's it going, everyone? Warren Marlowe off of Buzzing with Marlowe. Uh, if you haven't, I know with any platform that you are on, uh, to keep having us grow more and more, uh, we are so grateful that we've gotten an iHeartRadio gig. We would like everyone to like, subscribe, and just add our channel. It helps us keep growing more and more. Also, leave a five-star review. Uh, leave reviews. Um, what we also do is post little messages. Leave us some messages of what, how y'all think about each episode. What y'all, what y'all got out of it? What, what do y'all want us to talk about? What do you want us to kind of get the topics on a little bit? I mean, it's anything and everything. So, like I said, everyone, please like and subscribe on any platform that you are listening to us on. We greatly appreciate it. Also, stay tuned every Friday for Buzzing with Marlo. Thank y'all and have a blessed day.